0: It's the Fuse 984, myself, Ann and Nadia Favorite. It is officially the all-request lunch so do let us know what you want to listen to or we'll make it happen just for you. On this Wine Wednesday, we are hanging out with a disciplinary creative, entrepreneur, fashion designer, and now she's moving into the space of wine. Hello, Liz, how are you
1: doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Can I throw it in my pocket?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we love a good start here. How did you start when it comes to wine?
1: Well, you know, I always say it's a joke I make in South Africa. If you don't drink it, you're producing it. If you're not producing it, you are making it. I don't know. but So this is me um, 14 years later. I've been living in South Africa. Um, I got into South Africa at a time where I literally fell in love with wine. I never was a drinker of anything. (laughs) And um, just being able to be privileged enough as well to spend about two years in my entry time in the Western Cape. So obviously I moved around Cape Town a bit and I got to experience different wine valleys and just the magic behind South African wine, which I thought and I still think is quite underrated and underexposed when we think about wine from a global perspective. So I got into wine, I tasted it, I drank it. (laughs) And then one day, a few years later, I really was, um, I wouldn't say an expert, I consider myself a wine enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And I had learned so much about wine, just from being in the wine firms, sitting with the sommeliers, tasting the wines, hearing the stories, and just really with my interest in that, it got to a point where people would call me and say, hey, what wine do you think we should have for my birthday, what this, what that? And I just realized, you know what, I could be quite influential when it comes to making decisions around which good wine to buy because I was already doing it within my network I also have a fashion studio because I'm a fashion designer and what was the joke once there was a time where there's a trend and mm, people would come in and customers (laughs) would come in to buy clothes but they would end up drinking wine and actually saying listen could you recommend something for my wine thing or my 50th or my thing and I'm like what is going on here so in 2018, I uh, launched my officially launched my wine brand Lizogumba Wines, and I started with a beautiful uh, uh, Sauvignon. Sorry, uh, Chanin Blanc Chardonnay 2017, very elegant. That was one of the best. And then I moved into a uh, Pinotage 2013. That was those were two introductory wines, and that's how I got into the wine industry. People don't just buy. You no, know, how many people just want to buy a bottle of something? You want to buy something and you want a story you want the narrative there's a lot of things that we are seeking when it comes to evoking a sort of sensory within mm-hmm. us so fact that we can sit down pop open some Lizzo Gumbo wines each wine is different Ubuntu is the soundtrack to Ubuntu the wine uh, Maro is the soundtrack to Maro the wine you roll it over you get into the music video and we start looking and we it's, it's great it's conversation it's uh Welcome to the music side of this wine.
0: <laughs> wow. In my entire life, I've never heard of music and wine pairing. But that is such a that is such a great concept. Thank you. I've never thought of that, but that's perfect. When I'm enjoying a nice glass of wine, yes, I am surrounded with my friends. We're chatting, but there's music in the background that we're always listening to. So this is a brilliant concept. Do let us know all your questions on 701 and the Fuse 984. It's all about a lovely Wine Wednesday. It's the Fuse 984, myself, Anwar, and Nadia Favry. And it is all about Wine Wednesday. And we're joined in studio with Liz, who has now opened up a lovely selection of wines. I actually want to break down the wines and what's right with them, right? So let's say for an event and on occasion, what would you suggest uh, Would we should have? What of what your wines?
1: So, you know, for me, my thing, Anne, is I think that we should allow our palates to decide how we feel about what we consume. And I think that... Um, on one side, it's very interesting when you go to wine tastings. I find a lot of wine tastings too rigid for me. Mm-hmm. So I do not go. Don't call me for a wine tasting. Anyone who's there, please don't call me. I'm not coming. Let's do a wine tasting by me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's too many rules. And what happens is when you put in too many rules, and this is how you should do this, and this is how you should pair it, with. no, we all have such different palettes. So my Ubuntu, which is the uh, blend 2017, it's a red blend, might be extremely like might just ex- your senses might explode. When you have then you'll be like this is my this is it. This is my thing. And you might have a couple of cases your cellar could be full of it. And that's what you are. That's your thing. Somebody else might taste that and be like, no, Liz I actually prefer the pinotage which is already there and that's what they gravitate towards. So I think for me one of the biggest things is how do we let our, our sensory explore? How do we let it just explore? How do we let it go? So that instead of me telling you what to think or what you should expect, you tell me or tell yourself how you feel about it, and then you consume it. It's about having fun. It's about exploring. It's about letting go. It's about being free.
0: I'd love to see your questions as well on the Fuse nine eight four. That's zero seven zero one nine eight four nine eight four, or the Fuse nine eight four on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah.
1: Allow yourself, you know? I
0: love this because sometimes I do go for wine tastings and they're like, can you smell the smoky cigar? And I just be (laughs) nodding my head. And I don't know what I'm... I don't know. I just taste wine. Like, I just... I'm going to say it honestly now. Thank you for the invites. But I don't taste the apple sometimes. And that's okay. (laughs) Let's talk about... Yeah. Let's talk about the different varieties that you have. Let's uh, break down the Mon Monom. Um which is Monom, which is about 14% and is a Pinot Pinot Noir at thir- uh, 2013. So is that your first one or
1: Yeah, so yes. Pinotage, which is Monom, yes. it was the first and that was in 2013. Um it was also very um you know, Pinotage in itself, for people who don't know, is a uniquely South African grape variety. So what happens is, and it's also the last, one of the, it was literally the last grape to have come into that flow. So there's a lot of winemakers who I, out of my experience, based on consumption a lot of winemakers don't get it right. <laughs> and I think it's the Tanino, which is very forte, <laughs> you know? So I think it's, uh, because it's not something that a lot of people have been able to craft, like when I say winemakers, it's, uh, I know my favorites, obviously, like the Bear Clou- Bears Cloufs, um, are some of my favorite Pinotage, very few Pinotage you'll realize also in the market. Mm-hmm. But um, 2013 for me was very interesting because... Um, the wine was crafted by a winemaker called um, Hendrik Sinman, and he—I think he did a brilliant job. Because before that, I was not drinking pinotage. I don't want to hear about pinotage. Don't mm-hmm. don't in, don't include me. Right. I'm like, bring me a cab sauv, bring me anything else that's big, that's bold, that's good, yeah. but not a pinotage.
0: See, the, yeah, the reason why I picked that what what the reason why I picked that wine was because um. Global warming lately, right, has changed the way our soil, the tannins as well in wine. Things are changing very rapidly. Um, Does this affect your wines and the the way your wine is being made in any way?
1: Um, I think it definitely does affect everything. Um, And you'll realize that besides the, was it, there was a a drought about 12, 13 years in Cape Town as well, which really affected the wine farms. Uh, Now, the difference between me and your Uh, wine farms or your wine estates is I don't own a wine farm I don't own a wine estate and therefore my overheads are also cat Mm -hmm. to put me in a very easy I'm swinging kind of way where nothing is going to really drown me as deep as them so I think for me one of the things when you think about a good business case study you think about Uber Uber doesn't own any cars but it's, it's a case study we can talk about globally and and so for me I think um one minute, it was, I'm trying to really, I want a farm. Next minute, you wake up and you realize, you know what, global warming is just, people are drowning. A lot of wine farms have been closed. A lot of wine farms also, when you think about it, the smaller family-owned ones have actually decided to just produce wine for their family and friends now. Um, the bigger ones are also, str- there's a lot of people struggling. So businesses are struggling. And definitely, it's not going to change because global warming is not getting, it's not giving us an easier way to to be or to play or to trade or to, you know, to run our businesses. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think that's a really great lesson in there as well because you learn how to pivot really quickly, mm-hmm. and you learn how to make things work for you. And I love to see that. I love to see your questions as well on the Fuse Nine Eight Four. That's 0701 984, 984 or the Fuse Nine Eight Four on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's the Fuse984 myself, Anwar and Nadia Favourite, and we're talking all about the wine, this lovely wine Wednesday. I wanted to know, um, how can you buy your wines? Where can we find your wines?
1: Um, so right now you can buy, you can visit LizzoGumbowines.com. Um and there's also contact information there where if you want to make orders, then you can. I am focusing right now on only on consumption sales. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Diani, for example, uh, the cave, which is a very is a spectacle. Good. Um, Full Moon, the club for those who want to go out. <laughs> Palette Cafe uh, in Diani, not the one here. Um, we are also pushing the wines. Where are we? We're in Diamond Leisure Lodge, slowly penetrating, and a couple of one or two or three other places. So there is space to experience the wine on consumption. We're not selling, my wines are very premium. Mm-hmm. And very limited and therefore I prefer that they sit in not retail, but in uh, not the typical retail, but just in a different way. Uh, we're also talking to a couple of people in Nairobi, so their wines are going to be here soon. I don't want to drop names before I sign uh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before I sign myself back to the vineyard.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how can we contact you as well? Um, if we want to, maybe I'm in Nairobi, I'm not in Diani, and I want to get a case of wine.
1: Um, you can contact me again. You can reach out to Liz at Lizogumba.com. Uh, you can visit LizogumbaWines.com. You can reach out to us. Uh, email us, please. <laughs> I beg. Just email us or just visit the site now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I know they're all your babies, but which one would you say is your absolute favorite? Oh my gosh.
1: Then I'm going to influence you guys and now be like, uh, I wasn't really. Te- I didn't really feel those chocolate hints, but. I'll tell you my favorite. My favorite actually has this undertones of chocolate and hints of tobacco. Mm. As you take every sip, it's like it just evolves and you just have this different hints and different things happening. There's also lots of blackberry, raspberry uh hints as well and undertones uh her name is Maro. Okay. She's no. the Shiraz right. 2017. I really don't think this is fair because what's going to happen is everyone's going to say, I want the Maro. But we are hoping that everyone else can explore. And then for you who really wants to know my favorite, Maro, she is. Nice. And speaking of
0: your customers, what have they been saying? Um, I'm sure they have a lot of praise. Which one would would be their favorite one that you've seen so far?
1: Uh, Different people, different things. I'll tell you one thing. The pinotage out of the three reds is the lightest red. And so what happens is for Mamboyabichi, when we are in the beach... Uh, because a lot of people gravitate more towards uh, Sauvignon Blanc or Chenin or anything light, rosé, worst case scenario, maybe Pinot Noir. But the Pinotage, I have got a lot of people who actually really enjoy it on the beach, not not here in Nairobi. And I think it's to do with the temperature, you know, the fact that it's really warm. Um, I think it's also to do with, uh, yeah, it's just easier to drink something that's crisp, yeah. at the beach than yeah. something else, like a big, bold red. So the Pinotage is definitely light. Her name is already there and she is already there because it's definitely hitting spots on that side. Um The blend has, has also been very well received and I think the blend for me is, it's always so important, even for me myself, as I move more into the venture of creating more and more and wanting to produce more wines and wanting to really become a big flagship name, I look forward to a lot of blends because I've found so much power and sales in the blends. But the blends have allowed me to bring in or introduce palettes that had never been interested in something, into something. For example, that Chenin Blanc Chardonnay 2017 that we had was amazing. It was elegant. It was easy. And what happened is the Chenin Blanc Blanc lovers started drinking it. They loved it chardonnay lovers also drank it they loved it if we pushed out just a chardonnay we'd have got half the sales because Chenin will not touch that but it's also too overbearing to me and if we pushed out just a Chenin, also i feel like it's just boring you know it, so i think for me my biggest thing with the blend like now we have this blend her name is ubuntu uh it's a 86 percent uh Cabin, sorry 86 percent shiraz 10 percent Cab Sauv, uh four percent merlot But the one thing I'll tell you is I can sit down with a group of 10 people who love red wine and we can all drink that because there is an element of something. There's a different grape variety sipping in. There's another one. There's another one. So whatever it is that you find yourself gravitating towards, even though it's not 100%, it allows you to enjoy it and to open up to it.
0: I'm just super excited as well for the fact that it will be coming into Nairobi soon. Um, I cannot wait. When it is in Nairobi, please do stop and buy once again. We'll do a tasting. That'll be fun. I'd
1: love to do a tasting. When are you available? Let's I, go do a tasting. For wine, I'm available <laughs> as we friend. speak.
0: I will make it happen. <laughs> it is the Fuse 984. Myself, Anmora, mora and Nadia Favre, all information will be up on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even LinkedIn as well. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. for having me.